Hey everybody, I'm Dr. Oob at Oob Medical and this is Aiden DeWitt, one of our nutritionists. This is our third video in a series of eating in season. The first video was on nutrients and nutrition density as far as eating in season. And then the second one was on how food tastes better when eating in season and tastes worse when eating out of season. And number three, we're gonna talk about the financial benefits, ramifications of eating in yes. season. So Aiden, uh, such an interesting topic choice. <laughs> I like it, but money is real. Mm -hmm. So tell us, what, what does eating in season and money yeah. have to do with each other? So eating in season can save you money. Um, basically, when you think about how certain produce gets to your grocery store, they're coming from all over the country, maybe even out of the country. There are um, costs that come with that. Um, taking care of the produce, making sure that it's, um, you know, in the right temperature and all the travel costs, the gas even, especially now that we have gas inflation. Oh man, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. So all of that kind of racks up the coins that you have to end up paying for at the grocery store. So if you eat in season, if you eat locally, then you're, you don't have to pay for that. Yeah, I always kind of think of it as, and I don't know if this is actually true or not, it's just how it works in my mind, is that mm -hmm. if certain, say a, a vegetable or fruit, let's just use blueberries for example, blueberries only ripen and really grow at a certain temperature. Mm -hmm. Well, as the seasons go by, yes, it's too hot in Texas to grow blueberries, but it's not too hot in Canada. But Canada's a whole lot further from Texas. Mm -hmm. So the same blueberry, even though it's organic or whatnot, the same blueberry, and if it's close and grown locally, is going to cost less than when it's out of season and it's being grown somewhere that's almost artificial. Yeah. Uh, but blueberries, there, there's actually, I listened to NPR segment a long time ago, but uh, blueberry farmers or, or uh, blueberry pickers, apparently it's, it's kind of a niche thing where these guys are so incredibly thorough at picking blueberries that they go from blueberry farm to blueberry farm. They're, they're migrate, they take their whole family and everything with them wow. and they migrate throughout the United States and Canada picking these blueberries for everyone. Wow. Um, it was incredible. It was an NPR segment. You could hear the, the blueberries hitting the bucket. And I'm thinking about myself, like how long it would take me to pick blueberries. You can hear handfuls of blueberries hitting the bucket every few seconds. Like, man, yeah. those, those guys have it down. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was way off topic about financial. But yes, your food mm -hmm. has a cost to get to your grocery store. Yes. If it was not grown locally, they had to ship it and it's going to cost more. Yeah. And the further it comes is the, the less nutrient dense it is, which means mm -hmm. they have to pick it even less ripened. Mm -hmm. I saw a graphic a long time ago that um, showed how many things were in between, say, a carrot and you. And we think of just the grocery store, but there's the farmer, then there's the truck to get from the farmer to the, the warehouse, right? Then the warehouse distributes to the grocery store, and you have to bring it home, then it goes to the fridge. So anyway, just lots of things involved in the financial. So Aiden, I, I'm, yeah. I'm talking too much. What, no, what's your okay. next true. point in your, your financial it's true. eating season? Yeah, the other thing to think about is like supply and demand, right? So mm. if a local farmer is you know, growing carrots, for example, um, during the fall, and he just has a he has a lot more abundance of those carrots at that time than he would during a different season, and so there's more supply than there is demand. So he's going to lower that cost, so you can end up stocking up on a lot more food at that time. So it's actually cheaper mm -hmm. to eat in season, and it's more nutrient dense, and it's and it and. It like it's duh why are no we not brainer. doing this yeah it's lost and, and i'm guilty of it too it's yeah. lost in us to, to realize that food grows mm -hmm. in certain seasons because we're so used to seeing it at all times in a grocery mm -hmm. store so fight that habit in one of our previous videos we talked about going to the farmer's market because the farmer's market is only going to have what's local mm -hmm. and only what's growing in season so if it's there chances are 
it's local and in season. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, chances are you should probably be avoiding it, not eating it every day during that time of year. Yeah, and we talked about it in the last video a little bit about how um, frozen produce still is has a lot of nutrients, it still mm-hmm. tastes good, um, mm-hmm. but also, if you've noticed, they're also cheaper. It's cheaper. Yeah. And it stays yeah. good forever. Yeah. So you can buy that big Costco mm-hmm. bag of blueberries, mm-hmm. and it might Organic, take you a month to eat, but that's okay. Yeah. Preferably organic, just because yes. there's a lot of chemicals, but... Um, yeah, so, yeah, supply and demand, uh, frozen produce. The other thing is, you know, going to a farmer's market, if you're not used to going to, it can be a little bit nerve-wracking. It can be. It can be intimidating. Yeah. What, what tips do you have for people going to a farmer's market and, and, and scared? Yeah, well, I would say probably to, like, look it up before going and just see, like, what vendors are there, what they offer, so that way you kind of go in with a plan and know what you're going to get. Um, if you're in the Austin area, we actually just started doing farmer's market tours. Mm-hmm. So you can actually come with us when a nutritionist will be there and we'll kind of guide you and you can meet the community and just get to know people and get really yummy food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's one of the things that's lost is, is going to a farmer's market and actually talking about the people mm-hmm. or talking with the people that put their hands on your food and mm-hmm. actually helped grow it. Um, brings just a sense of community to us and so I think one of the first steps in doing anything is always just doing one thing right so if you're gonna go to a farmers market buy one thing now don't go buy the 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 Mm -hmm. spinning tops or whatever I mean like buy a vegetable um, buy a fruit go there and buy one thing even if you feel like it's too expensive one that's supporting your community and Mm -hmm. two it's breaking out of the mold of going to the grocery store and getting that same thing over and over again and if you're nervous about prices run through your grocery store and take pictures of say five Mm -hmm. items that you would buy at the grocery store Mm -hmm. and and the price of those that way when you go to the farmers market you can see the price comparison but also remember that even if it costs more at a farmers market Food is going to have so much more nutrients when it's locally grown mm-hmm. um, and, and picked at its ripest. Yes. Um, and the more nutrient density you eat, the less sick you are. We've mm-hmm. proven that. We know that. And so invest in your health now by eating nutrient-dense foods instead of waiting until you have cancer or autoimmune disease yeah. or something. And then you're trying to get the nutrient density to get the junk out of you that you've been consuming for years. So yes, it's more expensive to eat organic. Yes, it's more expensive to eat at a farmer's market. But it's an investment in your health and in your future mm-hmm. unless you want to be sick. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and then one last point, um, if you have a green thumb, I don't, and a Dr. Ruth is probably better. More of a brownish green. Yeah, but you can start to kind of get your hands dirty and grow your own food and kind of learn what's in season. That's so true. Yeah, you'll have more connection to your food, and you'll also appreciate your food a lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easiest way to start is just start a little herb garden, mm-hmm. whether that's indoors or outdoors. Um, put a little pot, doesn't take much effort. Basil grows really well, spearmint grows really well. Start something to grow and then um, not only grow it, but then eat it. It feels really weird when you take something off of a plant mm-hmm. and then eat it, but the grocery store is already doing that for you. So <laughs> learn, get your hands on your food. Mm-hmm. And we talked about kids, I don't remember if it was this video or the previous one, but kids love to eat fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. that they pick or they grew and so I kind of tricked my kids when <laughs> we planted some tomatoes that were not doing that well I went and put some tomatoes out in the dirt and let them pick the tomatoes right and they loved them because they got to pick their own tomatoes um, awesome. so don't be afraid to use a little bit of trickiness and uh, mm-hmm. getting your kids to eat stuff because chances are if you can get them to taste something and enjoy it once they'll eat it again and again Good. All right. Thank you, Aiden. What a wonderful series of eating in season. And um, so like our channel, subscribe to it. Keep following us. Leave any questions, comments you have. 
and uh, we'll see you next time.